Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. It's time for Tea Talk with Irving Green and Emily Gonzalez. So listen up. Grab your cups and, and pinkies up. up. It's time to talk. Hi, guys. Hey. What's up, people? Oh, we're back at it again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, welcome to another episode of Tea Talk. I'm Irving Green. And I'm Emily Gonzalez. And today we have episode three, Big Brother Brew Girl. Yes. Drum oh. roll, please. Okay, that was like a tongue roll, I guess. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know, but um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be such a good show. I just can't wait to get into it, but let me just tell you guys what we got planned for you, okay? We have a special guest with us today, the one, the only, Jason Roy from Big Brother 17 and Big Brother Over the Top, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's going to be over the crazy, this one. I cannot wait. He's so, he's so insane. Like literally, like he, I, I'm funny, but he's funny. So then one of us has to die. There can't be two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much funny for the world, honey. <laughs> too much, too much. Um, but yeah, so what we got going on? We're gonna go ahead and do a really great interview segment with Jason in our segment, "Who You Is," and then we're gonna get into "Let Me Tell You Something." We got a couple of people on this list that may have forgotten. Um, a thing or two about uh, keeping it real. So we're just going to have to remind them. And of course, as always, we have Tea Time, our subject of the day, victor over victim, which which I this is going to be good. This is going to be really, really good because there's a lot of things that we do that we don't even realize we're doing that puts us in one of the other categories. Um, and then we have uh, our What the Blank, a new game that we're playing. We haven't played this with you guys yet, so so excited for that. Um, but yeah, Emily, tell me, how how was your week? My week was good. I had a mm-hmm. little shade and drama at church this morning. Oh. You don't think that it would happen at church, but it happened at church. Honey, the devil, he's everywhere, though. And he is a liar. Yeah, um, he's a liar. What's going you know on? How, you know church ladies and choir ladies? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, sip that tea, honey. You are going to be very thirsty, just as thirsty as this lady at church today. Mm. What's she do to her? She shows up late every damn Sunday. Late for the Lord. Rehearse. We start service at 11. She shows up at 10.50. Okay. Sometimes 11.15. It has happened before. Y'all don't give y'all don't give a bitch a y'all don't give a bitch a little like a window like a little you know. Yeah, but she's part of the choir. Okay, so lift so every does. voice and sing. Lift everyone. Except up, her, because she's okay, never yeah. damn warmed up or rehearsed. Okay, got it. So I told her about herself mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Cause. Our choir director, the pastor's wife, was like, well, we messed up on this song. And I'm like, well, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, so we kept singing a part before another part or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I kept going so that it didn't sound wrong. I kept going with what the person was say- was saying. Mm-hmm. So we all just got to kind of sing. But the person who fucked it up was the lady that came late. All right, naturally. Yeah. 
So the pastor's wife said, well, yeah, I heard such and such start and go. And I said, yeah, well, I tried to cover for her by keeping the flow of the song with her. And mm-hmm. then so we all went on one accord. And, oh, well, she didn't like that. Oh, she she was didn't. like, well, that wasn't the only mistake that was made today. And I said, which one was it? Silent as hell? Mm-hmm. Silent as fuck? Yeah. I didn't have an answer because there wasn't mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. So then in rehearsal, I messed up. And I was telling the pastor's wife, well, I messed up this part because of this cue that I missed. She says, don't try to justify it, the one I read earlier. No, she so said, don't try to justify it. it. She said, it's okay, don't try to justify it. You, you, you messed up the song. Oh. I was facing the pastor's wife, and I looked at my mom because she was sitting there waiting for me. And I'm like, Lord, grant me the serenity. And my mom goes, mm-hmm. My face was all the way off. You know how I am when I get pissed. Yeah. Yeah, you, so, get, a little, you get a little puffy and red and kind of like, yeah. She, like oh, like she she did the baby thing that she started uh, tapping me like it's okay don't justify it oh don't touch me I don't like when people touch me she Not did it twice me. by the second time I was like eh. <laughs> <laughs> so then I told I I'm like are you serious you get corrected which you need to be corrected because you're mm-hmm. messing all of us up and like you know when you talk about spiritual things. People are going there to have a, their spiritual time on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They're going to their worship, going there yeah. to have their time. And you are here singing like a damn frog in the Little Mermaid, all fucking key. Those are two different ones, key. honey. Those are well, First of all, there, there's a movie no. for the frogs now, Princess no. and the Frog. And the Mermaid. Little Mermaid had fish Mermaid. underwater. What? Mermaid. Little Mermaid had frogs when they were on the boat and he was singing Kiss the Girl, Stupid. Oh. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Some of us didn't have a damn childhood. What can I Apparently. do? Apparently. Go to Disney sometime. It's not a big world. It's a small world. Just so you know. Next time so you don't mess it up. So I'm sorry. I, I feel like that lady that you just cursed out in church. You just corrected right. my ass real quick. Let me, sit, let me sit down. Let me do one of them church fingers. Let me get up real quick and just see my way out. Okay, so so okay, so this lady is trying you. So what? But what do you what do you do in the house of the Lord when you have this happening? Do you do you, you politely put her? You tell the pastor's wife because she's the leader. Okay, she's the, our, our director, and yeah. you know I'm kind of like second lead in a non official way. Yeah, kind of so like I Kelly Beyonce. Yeah, uh huh. Right, but I digress because really I'm the Beyonce, but I just have to pretend to be Kelly. No, I'm Beyonce on the cover. But anyways, let's not go. Sh- yeah. Let's not be shady on top of the shade that's already been happening in the church. It's getting real. It's getting real dark. Yeah, so let's bring let's bring light. the light. Let's walk into the light. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, I told the pastor's wife, and she's like, "Well, I heard it too, and I didn't like it, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. talk." To her. I'm like, "You can't come getting mad when you get corrected if you're always late and never have time to rehearse during the week." Yeah. And she well, got one of those badass kids. Bad. I'm talking about kicker when she's trying to dress her in the morning, like that kind of badass kid. Well, okay. Uh, well, I uh, I don't have anything as um 
as uplifting <laughs> as that would be. Um, I, uh, ooh, uh, I, what did I do? I went out, actually. I went out for the first time in a long time. I yeah. went out, actually. I was joined by Jason. He, he made me do very bad things. Um, you oh, know, before I went out, um, what'd you say? Was it the other way around? You know, I you know before I went out, I was a virgin, and um, and then now, you know, I you know I can't say that, but um, no, I just had a good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I had a really good time. You know, I ha- I don't go out. I don't really do anything. I stay home. I play with my cat and I play with my video games, and that's a good time for me. But you know, it was nice to be able to go out and and dance and see people. And uh, we went. We went to the well, it was the Abbey. We stayed at the Abbey pretty much, which I don't typically like. But for some reason, I'm always dragged to the Abbey by my friends. I don't get it. Well, they're we nachos. Going to bomb. church. The huh? nachos are bomb. I will tell you that the nachos. Are Honey, bomb. ain't nobody having no nachos. People are eating people's asses in the Abbey. That's what <laughs> they're doing. They eating no. They ain't doing no no nachos. They eating ass. They eating with an extra that side of dick. I'm nasty. just saying. I'm just saying. But no, I had a really good time. And, um, you know, yeah, I've been, been chilling. It's been good. But let, let's get into something real quick. Jay-Z's mother came out as a lesbian on, on one of his songs. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. She's a lesbian. She's been in the closet for some time. And uh, Jay-Z and his mom, they did a duet in the song. And he did like a like a verse. And he was like, you know, mom was in the closet, you know. You know, for a long time, and then I don't know how to do Jay Z, but oh no, I do. I, no, I don't know how to do it. He's like, hey, yo, B, <laughs> mom was in the closet for a long time. <laughs> she, she didn't know what she was doing, man. She liked vagina, but she couldn't tell nobody. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was good. That, that was good. Hova. Um, Hova's mama was a Hova. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm. But congratulations to to Miss Jay Z, Miss Carter. Um. Welcome. We love you. Welcome to the community. It's a wonderful world. And um, but on the same subject, apparently the twins, the Knowles or the Carter twins, have names. Have you heard them? No, I haven't. Cause I don't believe anything these people write anymore. So I was like, I'm gonna wait till Beyonce write the Instagram post on their 15th birthday, so uh-huh. we find out what their name is. Okay. Well, Donald Trump, fake news. Let me tell you what their names are. <laughs> <laughs> their fired. names are. Yeah, you're fired. Um, the names supposedly are Rumi, R U M I, and Sir. There's a boy and a girl. Rumi, R. Uh, I guess I'm saying that right. R U M I, and then there's Sir. Yeah. Sir. S I R. No, Sir Carter. Sir Carter and Rumi Carter. Yeah. And Rumi is actually a, an Asian name. I believe it's Japanese in, in origin. Mm-hmm. It sounds real. Uh, how should I say this? Uh, it's like, I don't even know how to describe how weird it is. I can't yeah. find it. Well, you have Blue Ivy. So then what can you do to talk right, that? Right, but Rumi, I'm thinking roommate. I'm thinking, uh, like, Rumi. How many guys were Rumi? You know? Oh, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, good luck, kids. I mean, I just wish she would have called them red and blue. I mean, red and yellow. No, she got a blue. So red and yellow. Like, fuck, that's messing with my OCD. Continue the theme, you know. This is messing with my OCD. And then when they have kids, they can produce the secondary colors. Green and orange. And what was the other one? <laughs> Purple? 
See, this is what I'm saying. Like, we could have had the entire fucking rainbow here. And they were, they were born in Pride Month. Like, this would have been perfect. This is some bullshit. I'm kind of disappointed, but whatever. Anyway, let's bring our guest out here. You guys know him from Big Brother Season 17 and Big Brother Over the Top. Mr. He, he, what, he was a runner-up in that, actually. Second place, honey. Oh. Honey. Yes. Yes, he's got some money, and I have debt. Um, Let's go ahead and bring <laughs> out Jason Roy. <laughs> Hey guys, how are you doing today? Hi, so good. Oh, how are you? I'm good. I'm loving you guys talking about primary colors and all this stuff. <laughs> you guys are a we, mess. We can I love with it. all the colors of the wind. We can paint <laughs> with all of them. <laughs> well, thank you so there much you for go. stopping by and joining us. For real, like we really do appreciate it, and we're so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. It ain't nothing but a thing, girl. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, we got to get to know you just like our, our fans and audience have to get to know you. I mean, you, you've got quite the following, so they know who you is. But, you know, our listeners need to be introduced to the world that is Jason. So I'm just going to have to ask you so people know who you is. Who you is? Who you is? <laughs> uh, my name is Jason Roy. I appeared on Big Brother back in 2015 and then on their internet exclusive series in 2016. And um, I'm just a normal, petty, sassy little gay. And um, yeah, I've had a, a wonderful experience with my TV time. And um, I've used my money to move out here to the beautiful LA where I am currently enjoying life. Yes. Yes, yes. a transplant. Another fucking transplant. God Girl, damn it. It's only. Only transplants out here. Don't let them right. lie to you. People think they've been here for four years and now they were born here, girl. No, you're still from Wisconsin, chick. <laughs> I'm a I'm a negative. Thank you very much. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, I yeah, no, I can't even. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's ask a couple questions. I'd love to. I love to understand some of these things here. Now, I know you can't speak too much on it, you know, because okay. I, I too myself. Okay, people don't might not know this, honey, but I was almost on Big Brother as well. Okay, okay. I didn't your own tea, girl. I'm not going to spill it all, but I'm just letting y'all know. I was almost on it, and I'm going to keep damn trying because your boy needs to get on it. Okay! I need to get this money. Everybody but needs to check out here. Everybody needs to check. I need multiple ones, too. Um, so tell us what you can so people can kind of understand the casting process. Um, well, I had sent in a video one year um, and had never heard anything back. And then a few years later, um, the season before me, a guy from Rhode Island won. And uh, where I'm from in Massachusetts is very close to Rhode Island. They came Mm. around and did casting calls. And I just went there and stood with 166 people in line, yelled over everyone, made sure that I was the person that they came to Rhode Island to meet. So that's Mm. my main advice to everyone is go there and show your ass. Make sure that they came to whatever location to meet you and nobody else. And as long mm-hmm. as you do that, you, you've you done the best you can. I like mm-hmm. to say to people every year, well, welcome to reality TV. Every year we're looking for different things. We don't want the mm-hmm. same characters every year. I mean, it might be along the same archetype lines, but you want different things from people. So I like to tell people, like, just because they don't like you now or didn't pick you for this season, that doesn't mean that next season it wouldn't be you're exactly what they're looking for. Right, right. right. All right. And that's right. why I have a hard time with, too, because I'm like, I know I'd make good TV. I know I'd be good on the show. That's the thing. Like, I know. It's so funny. I'm like, I know I, I would kill this. 
But it's like, you know, it's all about timing. It's a, you know, I, I'm an actor, so I audition for so many things. So it's like, you get it and you don't. I mean, that's just how it happens, you know? So yeah, don't give up, people. Please keep it going. What did you think when you got the notification that you were on the show? What did, how did you feel? Um, they are super, you know, it's TV magical land. They're super good at really not telling you what's going on until it's going on. So they sort of just show up at your house and you're thinking, okay, I don't really know what's happening. And then they're like, no, give me your cell phone. We're taking you. So, um, it's very exciting and interesting. And when in your life as an adult, do you suddenly become like a 10 year old again, where you have no responsibilities and someone is just like holding your hand and like walking you around airports and stuff. So it's very exciting and almost, um, I don't know if the word is uplifting, but it's relaxing to be like, I'm basically not responsible for myself anymore. And you just like (laughs) roll with the punches. It's all very whirlwind and very quick. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm actually like on a TV show or I live Mm. on a TV set now. Hmm. Very interesting. It sounds like the beginning of fucking, what is it, uh, Taken. (laughs) I mean, damn. It's not too far off, honestly. (laughs) I will find you, and I will cast you. I've got a particular set of skills. Um... So what what is it like to to like to completely disconnect from reality? What is that like? Like you know, everyone's here and you're there. What's going on? How's that feel? I mean, you. It's, it's almost nice not to be connected to the world and the internet and to not have your your phone and really just rely on basic conversational skills with people. Um, it kind of brings everyone back down to a human level. You know, these days everyone goes out, but they're just trying to take pictures for Instagram and worried about what's on their story and staring at their phone or, you know, picking up the next guy on Grinder. No one is paying attention to who is actually in front of them. So mm-hmm. um, it brings you back to basic social skills where, no, you have to talk to these people in front of you. And guess what? If you don't like what they're saying, you can't go, like, play Candy Crush and ignore them. You have to, like, actually stare at them and pay attention and listen. So it's quite interesting. But, I mean, when I was on my second season of Big Brother, Donald Trump got elected. We obviously right. were not allowed to vote. We were on CNN right. for it, honey. Because we were the last six people in America to know that Donald Trump had won. So right, and I, I went back and watched like, that, yeah. Yeah, when it comes to things like that is when it's like, wow, this is actually, like, the planet is still moving and we don't really realize. But um, the first time I was in the house, I think the only news was, like, Angelina and Brad, like, getting a divorce or something. It was nothing exciting going on. Right, right, okay. Well, that, that I mean, that brings us to our next question. I mean, like, yeah. What do you think are some do's and don'ts, like key things that people going into this show should do and know about being on this show? Or should not do, too. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably more of things you don't do. But I like to okay. say I like to tell people to really research and really watch the show, but then get in there and act like you know nothing about the show. You know, the people that are the last targeted are the people that everyone thinks is the model recruit that's just there to be pretty and doesn't care about the game. But I would tell you, you have to really study, but then act like you don't know what you're doing. The more you're like, what is an HOH and what is a veto, probably the better off you're going to be. But um, it's also just, plain and simple. You have to make everyone feel really comfortable and you have to be the most approachable person, which I'm not very good at this. This is why I don't, you know, I, that's why he ain't got a half a million dollars or a quarter. I don't agree with you. You're very approachable. 
Well, it's different when you're living with someone, you know, 24 hours a day. You're not, you all have your bad moments. Someone wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, there is, it's a long time in that house. You're going to see all the levels to people. So that's one of my tips too, is don't come in there and pretend to be something you're not because you're in there for far too long. Your mask is going to slip within the first two weeks. And then you'll be showing your ass to your house guests and to the public because they have you perceived as one thing and then realize halfway through that you ain't that thing. Mm. Got it. Wow. Well, do do you feel like, and this is such a like a Hollywood, I guess, s kind of thing, but do you feel like the cameras change you? Speaking of staying true to who you are, do you feel like having that on you? Turn well, you because into because Big Brother is filmed unlike any other reality show. It really is just cameras posted up in the corner of rooms. It's cameras behind uh, mirrored glass that you can't see. You never really know when you're being filmed or who the cameras are really following around, what the storyline is, who's popular. You really have no concept of that in the house. So I don't think it changes you necessarily while you're in the house because you still feel like yourself and there just happens to be loud mechanical cameras that move around sometimes. Where I would say that it can change people is when they get out of the house because Mm. you come out to, you know, so many followers on this and that and, you know, people want to take pictures with you and they do an America's favorite and if you win that, your ego automatically gets big and blown up. So I think that um, egos can come from it. I really wonder how, especially since now that I've done it twice and I still feel like I'm lacking an ego. I'm more self-deprecating than have an ego. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it for some people it really does. But those are the people that were probably getting in, into it for that reason anyway. For me, yeah. it was a quick way to make some money. Like I was yeah. in it for the check. <laughs> Not for the TV time. But if you're in it for the TV time, no shade to you. Everyone wants their attention. But I think that's where your ego will end up erupting a little bit because you've gotten your TV time. So technically, you've already won. Yeah, that's True. that's a good point. Wow. Good Speaking point. of winning, mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite challenges that you won? Or maybe you didn't want, but you really like the challenge. Or what are some of your hated challenges? Like, I can't stand it. It was horrible. Um, I was lucky on my seasons that I've done a lot of fun comps. Even I was voted out quite early on Big Brother 17, but I was nominated right. all the time. So I was yeah. always in some sort of competition to try to save my I butt. felt for you, by the way. I felt okay. for you. I was like, don't get the game for you. I had no chance that I had no chance that but we did a really fun, like, foam party maze that we had to, like, drag these models through. And, you know, you're so excited to, de- to see other human beings. Um, <laughs> so I, that was one of my favorite ones from that season. And then over the top, because it really was an internet-only thing, they were very scaled-back comps. Instead of these big elaborate sets for CBS on primetime, it was more like, here's some balance beams we painted an hour ago. So um, it, it almost showed that, like, anyone can play Big Brother in their own backyard. So um, I think a lot of those were cool and interesting, too, because you really get to see um, how scaled back they were, but also how fun and exciting they were. We were in um, OTT for Halloween. So our Halloween veto comp was a haunted house in the house. And we had to run around the house while we had these men in, like, scary, like, sex bunny masks scaring us. So, um, like, all of that in itself, when in your life are you ever going to do that? So uh, all the competitions, I say, are very enjoyable for that reason. All right. Very cool. Um, Now, 
no regrets of hashtag no regrets as yes. Robin says. Um, but if there was something, what is something that you would do different if you could? Um, Either think, season. Um, the first time I was in there, I had a really good time. I was almost like in La La Land that I was actually in my favorite game or on my favorite show. Um, I really wasn't playing that hard. So when I came back the second time, I knew I had to play extra hard. But I was also far more stressed out than anyone else because I had already done this for 40 some days and all these people were on day one and I felt like I was on day 45. So I think um, my regrets are just that I needed to calm down during OTT and stop getting so angry and aggy because that's really the reason why I lost because I was dragging people and talking crap about people's families. You know, you just lose any sense of what is appropriate to say or not, because you were really, you know, governing yourself. There's none of your friends that actually care about you that say, Jason, maybe you shouldn't be calling the girls that. So I guess my regrets would just be probably my language, because I think that's what lost me a bunch of money. But um, that was the beauty of OTT. America got to pick. So if you don't like my language, don't write me the check. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You tell mm-hmm. them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so... What do you think is your favorite memory from being on Big Brother? Um, I have some very random memories. Um, I was playing Red Rover in the backyard, and I almost gave one of my best friends mega concussion, and that was, like, day two. I thought I was going to get kicked out because I, like, knocked her over. I was like, I'll violently hit her. They're going to kick me out. But a lot of my memories are with that girl, Meg. I remember one time we were in the storage room, and she was leaning on a ironing board, and it collapsed. And, you know, just the silly moments that would never make a TV episode, laying in bed and eating Cheetos. Like, you know, the silly, trashy moments are really what ends up being, like, the high-quality stuff. Aw. Well, that was really, really touching. Well, I think I have a better idea. I think I'm definitely going to get on it now. I'm going to use all this. I've been writing all this down, just so you know. (laughs) So um, this next audition, I will basically repeat what you just said. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> well, that was who you is. Now y'all know who he is, okay? Uh, let's get into our next segment. Let me tell you some. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you some. So who's on the chopping list tonight? We've got Mariah Carey, Donald Trump, and Jay-Z versus Eric Benet. Y'all gonna have to help me out with these, y'all. First up, Mariah Carey. Emily? Okay, so, Irving, you know I love to frequent the shade room because mm-hmm. we love shade. Because yeah. why not? Exactly, because we love trashy shit on this podcast. So, I was looking through, and they always post really funny memes and stuff like that, and I sent this meme to Irving that was absolutely ridiculous. Mariah Carey at another performance not knowing the fucking song literally standing there whistling to the audience and going like this just nodding her head from side to side girl what is wrong with you did the aliens abduct your talent what is wrong with you you are mariah fucking carry and you can't carry a fucking tune i don't understand what is going on you had one job bitch that is to sing I People think she pay just, for this shit. That's that's the thing. I think she just gets up there and she's like, "Well, you pay. You, you I already got the check." And so, 
You know, that's actually, that. isn't that what it says on top of yeah. doing that? <laughs> that is yeah. what it says. When you, what is that? When, you, when, when you've you already get paid the, up front. Yeah. yeah. When you already got the check. Well, they, they like probably, they check. probably paying her in quaaludes. And that's why she don't even know what song she's singing anymore. Mariah looks like she barely even knows where she lives anymore sometimes. I'm like, somebody get her a walker and bring her home. Because she don't know <laughs> what's going on. So, like, no shade on her. She's probably on too much meth to even know there was a teleprompter with the lyrics on it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God, Jason. I, I, I knew this segment was perfect for you. It's crazy, but it's like, you know, you're a professional. You're one of the legends. You're one of the greats. Girl, what? Is, like, you didn't learn from New Year's Eve? Like, damn. Right, that's the thing. You went through this already on New Year's Eve. You disappointed all of Times Square. blamed everyone else, that it was everyone else's fault. So now this is a smaller production. What's going on? Right, and, and this is the thing. It's like, you, your fans are eventually going to turn on you. For shit like oh, that. I don't know. I don't know. Woo! I don't think Mariah's fans will turn on here because it's just, she is, even if she can't, you know, Britney hasn't sung live since 94 when she was born. So, you know, so I don't think Mariah is really going to lose people by not being able to perform like she does. Because, I mean, damn, just send her to Vegas and give her a residency because she's a step away from it anyway. Yeah, well, at least somebody is taking care of Britney, getting her dressed and throwing her on stage, and the bitch is still lip-syncing for her life. Oh, of course, and she be dancing. Mariah don't dance. She just lays there in corsets. She's okay. like, carry me what out. I'm going to lay here in a corset. Right. Like, so you're not even singing. You're not even dancing. The least you can do up there is, is sing your song. for your life. Uh, yeah. She whistled. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Well, damn, whistle while you work. Something, bitch, move. She's literally just sitting there whistling, going, like, looking like she's like trying to remember the lyrics. And I'm like, this is sad. What is wrong with these, like, 90 stars that, like, are just so freaking disappointing now? Well, you know, the thing, too, is, Mariah, you don't have any new songs, girl. You should know the lyrics to every single one of your songs, because the Emancipation of Mimi was a long time ago. Like, you should have had all of these memorized by now. Yeah. Like, she don't know the the lyrics to Heartbreaker? Like, girl, I could, like, give you the synopsis of that music video. I know the damn lyrics to Heartbreaker. I know what she was wearing in the damn video. Exactly. Like, girl. Somebody need to emancipate Mimi from Mimi. Something's Somebody going need on. to emancipate Mimi from whoever's feeding her her drugs. I want to know okay. who decided to rename her Mimi. That's very like J Lo dollar store version. Oh, <laughs> like your name value. was Mariah. Just keep it at that, honey. No, okay. So, all right. So, Emily, what you what you got to tell Miss Carrie? Let me tell you something. Miss Carrie, get your shit together. That's what I got to tell Miss Carrie. Miss Carrie, find your voice again. Stella got a groove back. Mariah Carey, get your voice back. That's what I have to say. Okay, Jason. I have to say, Mariah, don't even try to get your voice back. Just keep going to E and being a reckless bitch. Like, you should probably just be, you should be a reality TV lady now. You should get a real housewife show. You should just kind of, like, throw in the cloth on that and try to make your money in every other way. When your talent is gone, you go to reality TV. Damn. Okay. All right. But this is Carrie. coming from someone on reality Ooh. TV with no talent. Like, <laughs> shit, I know. Miss Carrie, let me tell you something. Um, 
you know, baby, baby, most of your competition is dropping, honey. You was mad at Whitney for the longest. She gone. You know what I mean? Like, people people are going. You, you one of the remaining. You ain't got no damn excuse. And stop coming after my girl, Ariana Grande. I'll cut you, bitch. All right, that's what I got to say to her. Donald Trump, <clears throat> what's going on recently with this dumbass? Well, I heard he was going off on some news reporters on Twitter, which doesn't really sound like anything very much out of his yeah, character. Right. That's just a random Tuesday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, didn't he, like, he posted a video, like, of, like it was like this fake video. I mean, about he, something or something. I know recently he posted that tweet about Mika from, like, Good Morning Joe, and that has caused a yeah. lot of stir in the, in the all of it. But it's just, yeah. it's so funny. Um that as much as the media tries to chime on it, I watched them try to interview Kelly Way Conway about it in a hallway the other day, and she just pretended she didn't know English or that question. She was just like, I like sandwiches. Isn't it pretty out today? <laughs> she was just like saying things that had nothing to do with anything. So it's just funny that I think even everyone around him now has just realized like there's no amount of PR that we can help with this craziness, but it is what it is. And I think even the Congress and you know Republican Party is slowly realizing like, Actually, we probably need to be more bipartisan because we really are being led by a crazy. I mean, legit. I mean, if it's not the orange, it's the, I mean, it's everything. I just, I'm so, first of all, I, when I don't see him on my TV, I never realize I don't see him on my TV until I see him again. I was like, damn, I've gone about five days without seeing this motherfucker. That was nice. It's like one of those things, you you don't know what you had until it's gone kind of thing. I was like, oh, it was so refreshing. I'm like, oh, shit, Cheeto's back. You know, Ugh, let's Cheeto. keep this short because I don't want to give this motherfucker any more air time. Emily, what you got to say to him? Donald Trump, Mr. President, get don't, the don't go hell off of Twitter right. and start running this damn country. Start reading a damn book about some history and run this country and stop worrying about other countries. Thank mm. you. Jason? Girl, I didn't get to vote for this damn election. I don't even know you. I don't want to know you. You are a mess. No, I mean, I don't know. Everyone in the world has their own political views. And I actually do um, not fully understand, but I get why some people are or were a Donald Trump supporters. But like Emily said, I think he just needs to um, pull it back, get off Twitter, actually do your job. Or just stay silent so everybody else in the government can do their jobs. Because you're really just hurting the perception of everyone that you work with because you want to be a fool on the internet. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Donald Trump, I won't go as far as to call you president because I didn't vote for you. You ain't my damn president. I'll stick with that to the day I die. Let me tell you something. Um, I'm getting sick and tired of your ass. Um, impeachment, anything else I can throw into the universe would be wonderful. Um, <laughs> although we do have the rest of your crazy ass freak show to have to get through if that were the case. So mm-hmm. you made sure you did a good job by bringing all those motherfuckers on board. Yeah. We got, we're going to be screwed regardless. That's the one. He's done two good things. I will say he's united the country against him and finally has formed some unity and, and senses. And he did a good job of making sure that even if, if he was out of the picture, which you know he's being used anyway, but even if he was out of the picture, we would still be fucked. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know, I mean, so let me tell you something. Let me tell you to get the hell out of my country. Get out. You know, but I'm here. You're ruining us. 
<laughs> All right, Jay Z versus Eric Benet. Y'all do this one. I don't even know who the hell these people are except Jay Z. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so basically, Jay Z on this new 444 album. What the fuck that's supposed to mean? I don't know. I thought it was 444, and I was like, no, it's not that time. It's not that. It's 349. Currently. He's got something with fours, doesn't he? Didn't he used to own like the 4040 Club or something? He's Jay Z's got something with Maybe. fours. That's like his magic number. Well, all I know is four is two below six. And if you get three of them sixes together, Illuminati confirmed. Anyway, <laughs> you're a fool. But uh, so, according to you know, sources, I haven't heard the song, but he referenced Eric Bonet, who was probably very ex and cheated on her. Um, in one of his songs, who mm-hmm. referred to him cheating on Queen B herself, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. So, Eric Benet obviously got a little pissed. You know, so mad. Um, mm-hmm. he was mad because he got called out. So, what I think is crazy is he's basically freaking admitting he cheated on Beyonce. Yes. Well, I yeah. feel like that whole album is like uh, the Lemonade Part 2, but the boy version. Like, yeah, I did cheat. Yeah, she Which was. Which we all knew was coming. We all knew yeah. it was coming. They're predictable mm-hmm. as hell. But what I want to say to Jay-Z is, yeah, you should reference Eric Benet because you're both just as damn stupid. <laughs> how you gonna cheat on these women that you have? Like they're gorgeous. Like yeah, my very question Beyonce. is, how did anybody knew Eric Benet was pissed? Like, just people following him on Twitter. Eric Benet got social media. Like, who out here is like, let me go see Eric Benet's opinion on something? Like, I, <laughs> Eric I Benet. Know is how is he? How did he even react to being pissed? Like TMZ certainly ain't asking him at the airport. They don't even know who the hell he is. I didn't even know, you know what. Was. Eric Benet was super excited that his name came up in that album. He was. He was, he was like, like royalties, royalties. His PR Thanks. agent was like, amen, sister, some finally some free promo. Right, exactly. <laughs> so what y'all got to say? Okay, well, who's the bad who's the bad guy in this situation? I don't know. Are they both kind of shitty? Like what? I think it's, I mean, you know, pot calling the kettle. Don't, like, say, right. I cheat on my girl, but I'm going to make fun of you for cheating on your girl. All it shows is actually that no shade on Beyonce, but Halle Berry's the type of bitch that will leave a man when he cheats, and Beyonce's the type of bitch mm-hmm. that will stay. There are two type of bitches in the world, which is fine, but it just sort of, it's more I like a clap, a clap up to Halle Berry to say she ain't the one that's going to be dealing with it. But Beyonce owns Jay Z, so it's kind well, of she, like she owns the rest of the world. Um, so, um, so Emily, what you got to say to these two then? I owe it to Mr. Eric Benet. Just be happy you got your five minutes of fame. Don't be mad, boo. Somebody had to call you out. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jason. I mean, exactly. Eric Benet should be happy that anyone mentioned him. There's lots of other celebrities that are known for cheating. Like, we didn't make a Jude Law reference. We made an Eric Benet reference. So Eric Benet should just be happy that somebody brought his name up about anything. Okay. And I will say, um, let me tell you something. Um, I, I will look you up in Google because I don't. I don't. <laughs> going back to Mariah, I don't know her. I don't so, know her. Yes. I don't know her. Yes. I was in February. <laughs> All right, so that's let me tell you something. Thanks. Oh God, we really we we had to we had to do it though. We had to tell them. Doesn't okay. feel good to get it off of our chest. It does. It does. I feel like I'm a cup lighter now. You know, that's gotten off of my chest. Um, <laughs> let's get into and I love this. It's my favorite. 
Tea time. Oh, so today's topic, Victor over victim. Y'all got y'all mugs. Grab your mugs. Mm-hmm. Are your pinkies up? Grab your cups, pinkies up. Okay, here we go. I, girl, what happened to my pinky last night? What is, why won't it move? No, I'm good. A lot. I bet you a lot happened to your pinky last night. It's still a stick. Well, Jason, you were hanging out with him, so you should know. Girl, I left him early. <laughs> No comment. So, um, yeah. So, victor over victim, and I, I first of all, this is just this rings truth in so many ways. Just from this one title, it's like when you have the choice, what choice do you make? You want to think that you automatically choose to be the victor. Nobody wants to be a victim. No one wants to be defeated. No one wants that negative energy. But it's not always in things that you're doing per se. It can be what you allow other people to do in your life as well that continues to make you the victim. Um, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. They're like, you know, I am not, I'm going to be more tough. I'm going to be more, more kind of closed off. I'm going to be uh, just more true to myself. But it's like, okay, good for you. Now, who do you have around you? Okay, that's continuing to carry that energy. You know, do you have shit talking uh, Shannon over there? Shit talking Shannon, who's like, you know, oh girl, you know, so this happened and that happened. You know, I'm just gonna unload this all this negativity and just let you know how, what your ex is up to right now, just so you know. It's like shit talking Shannon needs to go sit her ass down somewhere. You know what I mean? Like we we gotta you gotta cover all bases when you're trying to have this victory over something, because there are things that are out, are out of your control, unfortunately. Um, but you got to be able to say, you know what, let me take a step back, okay, and analyze what's going on in my life, because this kind of victim shit can sneak up, and I might not even be aware of it. People become victims, they don't even know. You know what I mean? Trying to be trying to be the opposite. What, do you got, what, what are your thoughts? Well, you know who likes to be the victim. is the perpetrators. Okay. hurt you or do things that then they're the victims of your reaction to their behavior. Okay. And I've met, unfortunately, a couple of people like this, and mm-hmm. uh, they are no longer in my life. Okay. And it's for that same reason, because I started realizing that no matter what they did wrong, they were always the victim because of my reaction. Okay. And so you always end up second guessing yourself like, well, why am I reacting this way? And, you know, am I being too hard on this person? And, you know, all these self-doubting and things like that. And, you know, pe- I've had people like people that make it like they can say something cruel to you or mm-hmm. mentally abuse you and then say that it's your fault for getting hurt. So they want to be able to have the freedom to do whatever they want to do. And being told that something is not okay makes them the victim now. Right. Being checked makes them feel like, oh, wait, hold on. I was going about my business doing what I was doing to you. And now you're reacting. Hold on. No, no. I'm supposed to do what I want to do. And you're supposed to take it. And now that you're reacting, you're being, you're being, you're disrupting. You're being right. Or people that are like, well, this is just who I am. Like, don't you just get over it? Like, you know, this right. is who I am. Well, who you is is fucked up. That's <laughs> who you is. That's who you are. And 
you know, I can take it for a time if I think it's circumstantial or I'm being an idiot as well. Because that's when you make yourself the victim is when you continue to let people do this. Yeah. Right. And when you continue to let people make you feel bad for standing up for yourself. And, you know, it's I think it's messed up to be like, well, I'm just like this with everybody. This is who I am. Well, I don't give a shit. Then you're a piece of shit person. Then everybody should stop talking to you. But if I'm the only one with the self-respect to do it, honey, I'm, that doesn't make me the bad guy. That's me taking care of business. That's me taking care of me. And I have every right, right to do so. Right. Because people's impacts on you, you know, how they treat you, how they behave. You know, you can have people that completely embarrass you in public, you know, kind of make fun of you and, and call you out on things that you, you that you say maybe in private. And then they're just like, well, girl, you're fine. You know, it is like, wait, that, that affects me. That affects me. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be an emotional person. I'm not trying to be a big deal here. But I would appreciate it if you wouldn't do that. Well, girl, you know, that's just how I, that's, you know, no, well, that's just not, we're not aligned. Jason, do you have anything to add? Um, I mean, I am a pretty reckless character in myself. So I am very rarely feeling like the victim because I, you know, have just as much sass and tongue. No one really comes. But this is where I think this whole argument really lies is, um, Everyone can only see the world through their own eyes. We're all the writers of our own novel. So we're all the heroes in our own novel. Everyone, you know, whether we think we're always right or not, we always are basing it as uh, we are the main characters. So the people around us, we usually will identify as the ones with the problem or the, the ones who are acting like a victim. But in their novel, it's the exact opposite. So it's more about perception of... um if you do feel like a victim or it, it's, it's very strange. I feel like um, there's no reason to be a victim or a victor. In most occasions, you can really bite your tongue and avoid both. But uh, I, I understand the argument, but it just is one of those things where like, you may be the victor right now, but how are you making that person feel? You might've made them feel victimized and maybe that's why they feel like a victim now. But there's no reason in life for anyone to be a victim, especially if you're an adult. I understand children with bullying and like kids deal with a lot of stuff. But once you're an adult, I think you should be able to be like, uh, 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 like Emily said, I'm going to cut you right out my life because there's no place for negativity around in your inner circle. But it's also about self-realizing when you might be sounding or acting like a victim. I mean, I came out after my second time on Big Brother and sort of blamed the whole world that I didn't win. And there mm-hmm. I was play- playing the victim. No, Jason, why didn't you win? What did you do? Or what didn't you do? You have to put all the blame to yourself. Blaming other people is not going to get you anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Oh, I, yeah, what do you say? It's just, it's hard because um, I think if you don't call people, like, it's, if you tell people they're the victim, you're the victim because they're telling you that something you did hurt them. It's you not being able to be an adult and understand that there are consequences to your actions. And I think that that's a sign of maturity. Um, You know, and it's upsetting because you can't just go through life with this whole, well, fuck it. This is who I am. And the world just has to kiss my ass and deal with it. Yeah, because you have to interact with other people. You know, everybody's feelings are valid. That's one thing I say. People are... um, 
if ever if ever I get into an argument or disagreement with someone that you know, let's say I'm romantically involved with, and I will always say, do not apologize for the way you feel. How you feel is exactly how you feel, and it's completely valid. Let's talk about what's going on and and the problem, not talk at each other, kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So victor over victim, the verdict is. Be a good person. I don't know. Be a good person, <laughs> and you won't have to be either of them. You don't have to be the victor in every situation, but you don't want to be the victim in situations either. It's about, you know, more just being a level-headed human being, I think. Right. It's hard in here. Not every argument's got a winner or a loser, honey. And we need to stop competing with each other. Like, stay. Exactly. you have your lane, I have my lane, and we should... Especially women. Women compete with each other all the time. It's kind of like a natural thing. That Honey, have you been out here to WeHo with me and Irving? Girl, your girls ain't nothing new. These boys be competing with each other, too. Okay? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. And it's sad because it's like what you bring to the table, only you can bring to the table. And what that person has doesn't take away from you unless you let it. Right. You know, comparison is the killer of happiness. And... Making yourself the victim because you don't have what that person has or feeling like you're the victor because you have something better than they do in your eyes and your perception is you're fucked up either way. You're losing the game either way. So just stop playing it and just be you. Do you, boo? <laughs> that was a marvelous tea time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Let's let, let's drink to that. Excuse me. <laughs> this shit's real empty. okay guys so it's time for a new game that we're playing this is gonna be kind of crazy y'all better get creative and y'all i know you're crazy but get creative too um with so in this game what we're gonna do is one person will think of a sentence okay and they'll leave a blank in there for the other two people to fill in with a word and the person who thought of the sentence will pick a winner based off of whoever's response appeals to them most. Okay? Sounds good? Yes. All right. Let's do it. I'll go first. <clears throat> Let's see. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Anything. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah. <laughs> I got black in here. One moment. Okay. Let's come back. Okay. Bring um, it back. Bring it bring- back. Bring it back from black. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hannah Montana is so crazy that she blanked her teacher. What? <laughs> Hannah Montana is so crazy that she blanked her teacher. I have such like a foul, not creative mind that I was just going <laughs> to fill that in with like the easiest, like most foul word. It has to make me laugh, okay? Of course. All right. Ten seconds left. Ten. Nine. Look at your face. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. 
And turns out, Jason, you're just going to make that face and not come up with something. I, all I can think about, like, first off, I'm a little bit old for Hannah Montana. I'm the Lizzie McGuire, like, era. And, oh, uh, you are two years older than me. Shut yeah, the hell we up. Didn't, we didn't fuck with that bitch in her wigs. Like, the little Kim of Disney, <laughs> we didn't play with her. And um, all I can think of Hannah Montana, isn't she always getting high? So I was just thinking that Miley Cyrus was doing, like, meth with her teacher assigned. Okay, so, okay, the sentence is, Hannah Montana is so crazy, she... Smoked meth with her teacher. <laughs> okay, so Jason says meth, okay, cool. God, we did go out in WeHo last night, okay. We didn't do any of it, but you know it was there, okay. All right, Emily, Hannah Montana is so crazy, she... Showed the best of her worlds to her teacher. Is that like a Hannah Montana song reference? See, I don't yeah. know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the song. Basketball, it's got... literally her intro song, Irving. Well, I guess I don't remember the show. Oh, well, She's you remember her name? But you don't remember the intro? It's rhymed. Hannah Montana. <laughs> That's what she had going for. I'm going to go with Jason. Jason uh-huh. gets the point. But I do appreciate the intellect. I do appreciate the intellect. Emily, your turn. Come up with a sentence. Damn. She's like, I gotta think now. Shit. Okay. Jay-Z feels so bad that he cheated on Beyonce that he blinked. Okay, I got one. Damn, that was fast. Okay, I don't have one yet. Jay-Z felt so bad that he cheated on Beyonce that he, like, Oh, oh, I got it. Okay, I'm ready. Emily, go ahead and take the thing. What's the okay. sentence again? To, to who is who, who are you talking to this time? Who's the answer? Uh, Jason first. Okay. Jay-Z felt so bad that he cheated on Beyonce that he... Agreed to have another 12 sets of in vitro twins. <laughs> okay. Girl, come on. Hollywood needs to stop lying about all these twins coming out miraculously. Thank you very okay? much. I was they just thinking, I'm like, everybody like, has I don't twins. care that your baby well, was made in a test tube and installed. Nobody cares about that. But y'all need to stop lying, acting like all y'all having miraculous twins. It's her. It's no secret that she had fertility issues. So okay, well, that, it's that, not only that, funny, that. not only funny, it's accurate. So it's good accurate. <laughs> Irving. So maybe they will have the color of the rainbow by the end of it because he's got a lot of babies to make up for all that cheating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Irving. Jay Z felt so bad that he cheated on Beyonce that he added her to his ninety nine problems. So he has a hundred now. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. That's good. You know what? I'll take that, I'll take that point. Both then. of them are super creative. But I'm going to give it to Irving for the reference. Jay-Z officially has has 100 problems and a bitch is one. And a bitch is one. No, a Beyonce is one. You probably got 103 now with all them damn children running around. All right, Jason, think of a sentence. Um, I just went with a real easy, simple one. Um. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's blank. 
Oh, that's a good one. I like that. That's good. That's really good. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... I almost went with the secret ad. Strong enough for a blank. But strong enough. <laughs> I already Maybe. got it. You got one already, Emily? Yeah, let me just try it. The business <laughs> ready. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's blank. Oh, maybe it's oh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's where the Maybelline would go, honey. Other other makeup brands are available. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I got it. So maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's um, illegally <laughs> smuggled into this country and injected into her ass. <laughs> <sighs> Nice. You on it today, right? I was gonna say she's on it. She's bringing up the butt shots. Hopefully not that concrete girl, though. Oh no, honey. That's Ooh, so sad. Have you swimming with the fishes when you go in that ocean trying to swim, honey? Drag you right down. Drag you right down. It'd be like <laughs> that girl right. almost had to get her legs amputated. That's I mean that's another tea time. Okay, for another downtime. <laughs> All right, Jason, can you give me the sentence again? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... An Instagram filter. Oh! (laughs) You know what? They are both pretty good. I think I like Emily's because it's a little bit shadier, but Irving's is more universal shade. Every he, you're you're umbrellaing everyone because you know half these bitches couldn't survive without a filter. Myself included. Yeah, so, me, girl. I'm not, I, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> so who gets the point? Is it Emily or me? Em- Emily gets the point for bringing up, you know, tire filler and stuff. Damn you, Emily. <laughs> right, we're even now. Here's the tiebreaker. Well, actually, Mom. Okay. Well, actually, we're going to have Ernesto do this one. He's like, whoa. Okay, this is Our tiebreaker. wonderful producer, Ernesto. Yeah. Yes, we're even right now. So everybody has one point. This will determine it. Okay. So Ernesto, can you think of a sentence and we'll fill in the blank with a word or a phrase? Donald Trump. Oh, Lord. Is so gross that Melania had to blank him last night. Mm. Like what in last night? What's What's the last little bit after the blank? Melania, uh, Donald Trump is so gross that Melania had to blank him last night. Oh. Okay, I gotta win this. Okay. I'm getting competitive. Fuck you, bitches. Yeah, I got one. Do you got one, Emily? Mm hmm. Oh my god, I'm the last one. Oh no. I thought you were a writer. Whatever, fucking. Uh, oh my god. Okay, start the timer. It'll make me think faster. Ten, ten seconds, though. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. All right, Jason, what is your answer? Um, Read the sentence again. Donald Trump is so gross that Melania Trump had to blank him last night. She had to burp his Sunny D looking ass because he's a big old boy. <laughs> 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 he looked like some Sunny D. 
Honey, the word delight is in it. He's certainly not delightful. No. He looks a little <laughs> like the purple stuff, too. Okay. Emily, Donald Trump is so yeah. gross that Melania Trump had to blank him last night. Smother him with the pillow. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Damn. Um, assassination attempt. Um, that turned dark. Uh, has, has Melania, you're doing great, girl. We would all appreciate her. Hashtag Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Irving, Donald Trump is so gross that Melania Trump had to blank him last night. She had to um, roast him extra long just in case he wouldn't be ready to be on the table for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I thought of an orange turkey. I don't know. Okay. Orange turkey. I have my winner. Who's your winner? Mr. Jason Roy, you're the winner. Yeah. Why do you just get on this show and kick my ass? (laughs) Don't you know I'm the queen of sashade? You can't come for me when it comes to reading, okay? I got hooked on phonics, bitch. Ernesto, just so Irving feels better, tell him he was in third place. (laughs) Tell him he was in third. Okay. You forgot I know where you live. That's what you forgot. Bitch, Uh, it'll take you a whole nother plane ride to get here, though. (laughs) I'll be gone. (laughs) Oh, well, congratulations, Jason. Yay. Yay. You win our love and respect. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me there's not a prize? I'm hanging up. This is some bullshit. Yeah, no, there's not. No. Thank you for playing, Bill. We do no. accept cash credit. Um, okay. All right. So that was with the blank. Now, let's get into this real quick, guys. Big Brother 19. We've we've all watched up to what's 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 out right now. Emily is hooked on it right now, isn't she? Yeah. This is the thing. I um lived with Irving for a month during the summer, like two, three years ago, Irving. Then that's when Jason was on, right? That was Jason's season. Was it Jason's season? I think 2015. Yeah. Maybe I think I only caught the last couple of episodes, Irving, because we remember we were saw you, the winner. Yeah, were, were you with? Um, I, I forgot. Were you with Cow? Were you with? Were you with? Were you with um, Cowboy? Were you with him? Well, Cowboy, there's a Cowboy every season. What are you talking That's about? True, no, I can't. <laughs> right. All right, we had a like sexy Cowboy. Mm. But um, so I'd seen it and I thought this is really cool like this is fun Irving gets super excited this was like a whole like grab your spaghetti and sit at the couch and watch this shit the only thing he kind of does that with is Big Brother so spoiler alert if you ever get on Big Brother guys he's a super fan just so you know spoiler fucking alert bitch do you want some of this money or not because right now you sound like you just you just told me to keep a little bit extra for myself and not worry about (laughs) you So I liked it, and then the next season came on after that, and I didn't really watch it. Uh, I recorded it and never, just never got into it. And then Irving was like, "You gotta watch this season," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch it." Bitch, I was hooked. I could not like get through the commercials fast enough to skip through to watch this shit. I am obsessed with these people. I think they're all fucking psychotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, the guy from Miami, Irving, 
Go, oh, it, my God. He is such a fucking weirdo, yo. I can't We're from him. Miami, Jason, and this yeah, guy is just horrible, horribly representing us. Like, I can't. Oh and he's Cuban. Josh is his yeah. name. Josh is his name. Yeah, Josh. I thought, oh, my God, he's adorable. He's going to bring this cute little salsa Cuban flavor to the show. We need this. <laughs> no. We need you to go home. Well, honey, here's the thing. He's from home. He's from Miami, but he lives in Homestead. Bitch, you knew I I grew up in Homestead. That explained everything. Why he crazy? <laughs> that explained it all. I'm looking at his bio now. That explained it all. He's a he's a hair care sales in hair care sales. He's a hair care. He's in hair care sales, darling. What's and, that? Does that mean he sells weeds? I, and oh, I don't need to be maybe? talking shit because I might need 22 inches. Yeah, I'm gonna say you been like shit. We might yeah. all get the hookup on some, like, good laid edges. Like, girl. Okay. Press him down. He's, he's a, first of all, he's in the closet, for sure, 100%. Bitch parties at Sugar, which is our local gay club in Miami. Did he say he, he goes to Sugar? I'm telling you he goes to Sugar, uh, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm informing you. And he's possibly been performing there. I'm just saying. Has we <laughs> been all over him? Okay, honey, Roxy. I'm getting Roxy Andrews realness. Yes, bitch. Yes, absolutely. And then who he's gunning for? Oh, Why Megan. Does everybody hate Megan. I don't fucking get it. Like, I get it and I don't get it. Like, she seems like that bitch. That like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't even know what a game is. What it, what, what huh? me evil? I don't know what elimination is. How do you spell it? Oh, <laughs> like she seems like that kind of girl, but not really in her mind. Like I was rooting for her. I thought that she was she. I thought she was really cool. I liked her her different kind of style in her hair. I she seemed okay. She seemed like one of those bitches that I would have to watch though. Like you know what I mean? That yeah. you have to be like. All right, let me let me just see how she responds. Like she could be one of them knives in the back kind of bitches. Jason, what do you, what do you think of the of the cast? I have a full um, list of, of of the entire cast. So whoever you mention, I'll go through it. They are having they have an amazing cast this year. It's a lot of interesting personalities. I mean, maybe not girl Megan doesn't really come across as an interesting personality, but some people are there because their personality, and some people are there because they're strategists and things. So I think Megan's probably a girl who scored very high on her IQ test and things like that, but just doesn't really have the flair that America is going to necessarily connect to and be like, we love this character. Where Josh is probably emotionally unstable and probably not that intelligent, but that is actually great TV because as much as I've lived this experience twice and I hate some of the people I've lived with, you love to watch these people because you don't have to live with them. They're only on your TV (laughs) screens for three hours a day. So as much as some of the cast, I'm like, oh God, I hope I never run into them at any of these alumni parties. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're making bad TV. I think a lot of people on the internet have talked about this boy, Cody, who has already mm. kind of, you know, within three days of seeds, already said some quite problematic things. And really? uh, Yeah, but, you know, I think that's also why some people end up there. They know who's going to be reckless. And, yes, you know, in, in the... Poli- Nixon from Lake Hills. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, with the political climate we have this year, I think there's a lot of very various views on our country and behavior and people and... So as much as I don't agree with many of the people, 
I think that it's good that they're all stuck in the house together and we get to see it go off. I want drama. I don't want a season where just one genius runs the whole thing to the right. end. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. fights. I want to watch everyone getting involved. And um, they premiere, on premiere night, they revealed that an alumni, Paul, is coming back. I've met mm-hmm. Paul on a few occasions. He's a really nice guy. I As love someone, Paul. I would love to meet him. Yeah. He's, he's he seems good. he seems like a genuine person. He is. And um I love that every time like they're up where he could get a good position, he'll tell who he's against, like, hey, if you got me, I, I got you. Like mm-hmm. I love that about him. Um I love the psychological fucking aspect of this show. Like the Change like you see people change from hour one to hour two in the premiere. Yeah, where yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Like, girl, you like the the girl, um, the nerdy gamer girl. Alex. Okay. Girl. Yeah. 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 I like her. I'm rooting for her. Like, I was surprised with her strength she, in that first competition. She whooped ass right that against that guy, and um, I personally, I have a girl crush on Christmas. <laughs> oh okay. I think Christmas she is, is hot. Christmas is, is hot. Every, she's stunning. She is badass. She's a good representation of women on that show. Like she takes no shit. She the looks like she can lift a car with a whole family in it. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got some big old shoulders. Christmas is not to be slept on. She'll snap Honey. your neck. Christmas don't need a motherfucking sleigh, bitch. She's got the entire gift bag that Santa be carrying on her fucking back. She's flying the reindeers. She's carrying the reindeers as they go through, honey. She don't care. I, I love her. I love her accent. I love her ballsy attitude. I love her. I think she definitely should make it to the top. Um, okay. So let's go. So in that case, since we're talking about people, let's go down the list in real quick. So uh, we got Christmas. We talked about Alex, the gamer girl, um, which I really I adore Alex. Uh, Cameron, Mr. Cameron, who is not yeah. kicked out night one. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's happened to a lot of house guests before. I feel bad for Cameron because a lot of the times it's um, sort of the alternate types that seem to go home first. People that were there and didn't really care about the game. And Cameron is actually a real fan and really wanted to be there. And it's sad to see him go night one. But welcome to the game. That's how it goes. Nobody had any sympathy when they were voting me out. I didn't have sympathy when I was voting other people out. So it is what it is. Somebody got to go. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk I about Cody he, then. Let's get I back. Think, oh, sorry. You had something to say about him? Yeah. Yeah. I just think Cameron wasn't um, rememberable. Right. He yeah. doesn't make for good TV. He's not a strong, real player. So mm-hmm. I think, like, I was happy he left. The, the girl hate from the guys to the girls this season, though, is real. Like, because we got some strong bitches on the like show. Yeah, and I feel like it's, I think, I feel like it's evolved each season. It's always been like, the girls are starting to understand that the guys will stick together over them. Like, they, they, they learn from the past seasons, because it's getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. I think you just have a lot of alpha male, uh, alpha females this year, which sometimes you, each cast are a little bit different. You know, my first cast was very, actually both casts I were on were very alpha female casts. And um, I think last year with 18, we had a bit more more of an alpha male cast with a bit more subdued females. So I think we're back to having some very strong women. And um, I'm glad to see the girls have a real good shot at this with some of the dumb boys they're surrounded by. (laughs) Thoughts on Cody? Let's go down the list real quick. Thoughts on Cody? 
do not like him. Wait, I mean, he can get it anytime he wants. He's fine. Yeah, he can. Look at him in the eyes. Exactly. He's got the fucking Dahmer. That is not fine. I'm not trying to end up in a well putting lotion on my skin. Like, are you kidding me? He's got he's got that look in his eye, that military look. That's what I'm saying. That's a sniper's look. That he used to do that. He will kill you. Yes. I don't like him. Yes. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, yes, not, sir, really. Murdering me as a hot turn on. Right. Just Murder this ass. Um uh Dominique. <laughs> Thoughts on Dominique. <laughs> Thoughts on Dominique. The air out of Emily with that one. <laughs> okay, Dominique, here's a funny thing. I didn't I knew she was a Christian before she said she was a Christian. Okay. She's Y'all just had that Christian connect connectivity telepathy Jesus kind of thing. I think it I think she's a Christian, but she's not the kind of Christian girl that I like. Um she's I I like her and I don't. It's a very weird relationship that I have with her right now. Like mm. I'm not really feeling her. I feel like she's a little bit of my Amorosa. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if you younger kids get that reference. Girl, but just know, African American strong woman who will literally murder you with her eyes. I see it in Dominique the potential to be see? fucked up. I'm on the opposite realm with Dominique. I lived with Miss Devon, who is Afro American, will will kill you with her eyes. That bitch got First all, all kind of looks. Let me just give a shout out. Let me just give a shout out to Devon. Hey girl, I love you. Call me. That's my sister. But <laughs> I I don't really connect with Dominique too much. And I don't necessarily, I'm not a highly religious person. I don't think it's necessarily that. But I think her personality, I just haven't found anything to latch onto. Right. But I actually right. think that in the house, she is going to last a very long time. Because it already seems that she has a very good social game. And if she mm-hmm. doesn't do the Amorosa route, where people see her as a argumentative threat, then I really think that Dominique will be left around for a very long time. So expect her in a final six scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I feel like she's one of those either or. Like right now, mm-hmm. she's teetering. It could go two like. ways. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Elena. The uh, radio personality from Dallas, Texas. I love her. She she was the first person that I liked out of all of them. She just felt like, and maybe because I'm getting into podcasts now, maybe I can connect with her, but <laughs> she just felt like someone who would tell you how it is, would keep mm-hmm. it true, and it was just, that's how it was. Like, you, what you see is what you get with her, and that's is what she, I like. Is she the one that had the hashtag on her wall? Because she's yes. a millennial. She's like, yes. Okay. Yes. She is so pretty. Love her. I think she's a sweet girl. I think uh, she's going to be one of the girls that hooks up with a couple of the guys. Oh, of course. She's she's so Mance Sue, for sure. She's there definitely so Mance. I had a lot of love for her. I thought she was a funny, interesting character. Just recently on Twitter today, somebody sent me her talking trash about my friend Ika, though. Ika from Big Brother Canada. Shout out, Ika. She interviewed like her questions too much about why, you know, why'd she ask us if we're petty or not? And Elena seemed to be the most aggy about it. So Elena, girl, chick, I'm watching you. Don't make Ika come for your life. Ooh. Damn, okay, all right. Okay, get the let's, message, let's girl. Every, okay. Let's keep everyone safe. Um, let's go ahead and get into, uh, <laughs> to Jason. Jason, the uh, the rodeo clown. What the yes. fuck are they thinking with Jason? He seems... <laughs> 
I, y'all take it, take it from me. He y'all. seems really sweet. Like, oh girl, please. Like, oh, he's amazing casting stuff. though. If somebody walks in and they say their nickname is Whistle Nut and they are a rodeo clown, how the hell are you not gonna cast them for that? Right, TV? right. I, I know what I've been missing. Cool. You need a dumb name. Cool. Like, I was on a season with a man named Cornbread. He was named after dry cake. So like whistle nut <laughs> in, in the inner rodeo, like his hat, his you know tagline under him in the diary room that says rodeo clown made for TV. Oh my god! I like I, him. Y'all are talking about y'all talking about Cody looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. He remind, he gives me serial killer with a daughter realness. Okay, no, but the serial uh, killer no. Tough. His IQ I ain't know. that high, honey. You are serial killers are smart. Ain't you ever watched Dexter? <laughs> I think Jessica, he's sweet with his kids and stuff. I like him. I think he's likable. All right, Jessica uh, from Los Angeles, the VIP concierge. I'm gonna call her the grand model. Miss City. Oh, she is Jess- definitely is there grandma. to be the sexy girl. She's mm-hmm. definitely gonna show Mance. She's actually where she's originally from is Cranston, Rhode Island, which is not mm-hmm. far from me in Massachusetts. So I feel like I really know her type. But um, I think that she's going to be a girl that we all want to like, but get mixed up with the wrong boy. So is we won't like at least by default for that reason alone. Mm. See, this one, was- there's always this girl. There's always a girl like this that gets on that does that. The pretty girl that kind of does that. Uh, Natalie, she got with James, and I love James, you know, and I love Natalie. But but they just they just. <laughs> It just was, it was weird how there's always that one girl that latches onto this guy and then then and then that guy is heading the ship and I feel like she's gonna pull in Natalie where it's like well I listen to you and I follow your direction and now I'm buck. Well, you know, right. you never really know how it's gonna shake up, but um, I think people had a lot of high hopes for Jessica and I think she's gonna go down in a lot of people's estimations, unfortunately. I think can- Jessica's there for the followers. Oh, I mean, oh, for sure. She's Instagram. definitely here for Instagram followers. And actually, I've said it in interviews before, the way to um, capitalize on it. And, you know, the, the kids that come off the real world are more famous than Big Brother house guests. Like, let's be honest. There's not that many opportunities after playing the game. You're there for money and usually not for fame. But if you look at anyone that's been on the show that has been in a showmance, they almost have 50,000 followers more than everybody else, simply just because people want to know three months down the line, are you still dating, da-da-da-da-da, you'll always get those questions. So if you mm-hmm. want to capitalize on Big Brother and try to turn it into something, Showmance is the way to go, and the girls for sure are doing it. Right, and it can oh, also sure. be the way to go out the fucking house. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, nice Jillian, Jillian Parker. Miss uh, uh, from Celebration, Jillian, Florida. I didn't know that was yes. a place. I, well, supposedly, I guess she's in Vegas now. Jillian yes. is what sort of people branded her as the Trumpster girl. She has said in her interviews that her and her, her whole family, big supporters of Trump, donated money, lots of stuff. So I kind of want to hate her from jump. But everything, <laughs> well, you know, everything they put about her. She actually seems like a funny character. This is the thing about mm-hmm. also, you don't have to live with these people. It's just them. You're watching them. Yeah. I actually think that she's going to be a good comedic relief, whether we um, identify with her political beliefs or not. She reminded me so much of Britney Spears in the face. That's what I got from her. Like, Oh, no. <laughs> Britney Spears in what year? <laughs> After which meltdown, honey? Yeah, like, what? Which, which Britney? 
She gives All me right, like, if anything, she looks more like Amanda Bynes or some shit. Like what? Hey, fuck. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. We already talked about Josh. He's crazy. You yeah, know, yeah. he's off his meds. Oof, I okay. want to like him because but of I the don't. thing, but... But, no. He's re- he's misrepresenting. He's misrepresenting Miami. He's mi- misrepresenting Cubans. Sorry. But this no, is but the I thing. Think... Not everyone is a representation of themselves. I didn't right. go in there to represent white twink boys from Massachusetts. I went in there to represent Jason. So I think mm-hmm. that you have to try to separate that sometimes and go, no, that's him. That's not what we all are. Yeah, because... Yeah, I, I thought it was sweet when he was like, I want to do this for my family. Like, I really was like, well, this is somebody that I could like, you know, because the yeah, whole. But you know, you want know the real tip, girl? Everyone that says that's family is like a CEO of a company. They're always like, I want to help my mom out. And then they own a lake house and a ski do and all this shit. And you're like, help your mom out with what, girl? She's walking mm-hmm. around like with wearing diamonds and jewels. Like, they, your family don't need help. So I always take that shit with a grain of salt. Like, I want to help my mom out. Your mama probably owns a mall, okay? No, I don't think so. I mean, they live in like Homestead. Like, it's oh, not... I don't know. No, that's not no Yeah. Way. It's okay. not an affluent area, and um, I mean they're Cuban immigrants, okay. so there's a there's that so that I appreciated where I'm like he's gonna be the Cuban guy, yes. Cuban kid come home with the money, but I don't know about uh, him. Well, really. speaking of family, Kevin, the the older gentleman on the show. This oh, season. Kevin is amazing casting as well. He <laughs> I, is. This, like, Boston mobster with a crazy accent. He doesn't even really sound too New England. He sounds more New York. I think Mm -hmm. that um, audiences are going to love him because he is something we haven't seen. And I think that he's actually probably an actual nice guy deep down. So we're not going to get arguments or anything from him. Well, he shook everybody up last night. I mean, the other night. Sorry, because I saw it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With the whole taking of the taking the of the money, money. Yeah. I mean who money. wouldn't you have though I would have hit that bitch fast but like, that's a guarantee girl, 65 days to make 25k off of CBS right. this got it in one night yeah right. like um, I ain't him go on I think he's funny uh, I think he seems like a sweet guy, everybody's grandpa that you want to know kind of guy. So I like and him. Also, and also the guy you need to call if you need a favor done real quick against somebody. Because he'll make the motherfucker disappear. Uh, let's move on to Mark. Mark from uh, the, from Grand Island, the personal Mark trainer. Mark with that big old pink bulge. If the internet Woo-hoo! is looking, there is a photo of them in the backyard for promos. And he is wearing... The tightest little pink shorts I've ever seen on a thick. Okay, so you're gonna link me on that, right? Oh, honey, I, you can you find can it on my Twitter. I zoomed up on it real hard. He got the biggest bulge I've probably ever seen in some little tiny things. Um, <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. My worry about Mark is that he's gonna do the cliche thing and link up with the alpha males. And yeah, if anything, we don't want that. We want to see Mark be a nice guy and maybe pick up some of these girls. Is yeah, Mark, he's a nice so big teddy bear. He's the big, tall ass. Green giant, fucking climb me, please help me, daddy. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know he wanted a showman. Right. For sure. And I think he set his eyes already on two of them. And I can't yeah. remember which ones he made a comment about. I think it was um. I don't know. The girl at the radio host that you were Elena. About. Yeah, I think it's Elena that he has a crush on. I yeah. can see that. Okay, uh, Matthew. 
or Matt, as they call him. Whew. Holy he's daddy. Like, silver fox. Daddy, damn. He's a hot daddy with the tattoos. My fear about him, too, is that he'll do the generic thing and link up with all the alpha males. When um, I think America is ready for a new Jeff and Jordan. And I think that's what Matthew could be here for. So let's see if he finds his Jordan. Yeah, I Aww. thought he was gay. That's what I'll say. I thought he was gay from his intro. Thing, I bitch. really thought he was gay. I know. I was like, come on, come on, give me one, give me two, two and one. That's one season, please. Okay. Oh my God, um, there's only one on the show, right? There's only one gay guy on the show. I mean, standardly, yeah. I mean, my season had more gay people than most of them have, but yeah, usually there's only a few of us. Yeah. Uh, Megan, we talked about her. Um, apparently, she she is no longer on the show. Where? Well, or she was removed. Yeah. Is uh, She released a statement about it yesterday. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what happened and if they're going to cover it in this episode. I not. think they're oh, going to have so to that's cover. probably tonight because she's, she's up for elimination tonight. Right. Wait, is it airing on Sundays now? I don't even know their schedule. Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's Sunday, okay. yeah. So I yeah. think we'll probably see this tonight. But apparently Megan Lee is for some reason. She released a statement on the internet talking about PTSD and being a sexual abuse victim. And that is actually something that is very rarely touched upon in Big Brother. I, I myself am a sexual abuse victim. I know a lot of other house guests that are as well. And, you know, it's never something that gets chimed on or in an episode. So um, we'll see how it's covered tonight. But um, I think a lot of people were disappointed that she quit or left. But I think with her statement it makes it makes the blow a little bit less, and it's more of who approved her to get on in the first place. Mm. Mm. That's a good. I, I I always look at it as somebody who who really wants to get on the show. I always look at whenever people leave, like bitch, like you wasted the really, really. But, you know, I'm still available, but no, I get. So why why would they discuss that? Why would she release a statement before the episode airs? Like, because um, the live feeds. Because the live feeds are on, so everyone noticed she was already missing. So I think she was probably being bombarded by probably negative comments, as all house guests are when they get out, because Twitter is insane. So um, I'm sure she probably just released any statement to try to defend herself. But it, it, we'll just have to see what it's like on today's episode. Got it. Paul. We, we said we like Paul. He's funny. Nice Good guy. I like Paul. I've met him a few times. Really good. He's actually one of the few people I don't think um, from his season, there's a lot of egos running around. And I think mm-hmm. Paul necessarily isn't one of them, even though he probably should be one of them. But I would say that he's not. I mean, he really made a mark on the show by having the whole friendship bracelet round happening and all that stuff. He really did a good job. And I think he was robbed last last year, to be honest with you. He definitely should have won over Nicole, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, Ramsey's thoughts on Ramsey's. The- Apparently, I've met him. Apparently, I was I was a special guest at an open call in Chicago, and somebody told me that he was in the line, two people in front of them. So clearly, I met him. But you meet so many people that I don't remember at all. Yeah, I'm so, just glad you remember me. Yeah, shit, you know. But good luck, <laughs> to, good luck to him. Um, I think that he is might have a difficult time fitting in with this group this mm-hmm. year. I he's going to have that, to stick with the girls. I mean, that's what he's been doing. But that's not going to help him none. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. I was right. that gay that thought, I'm just going to stick with the girls, too. And that, that usually doesn't lead to anything positive. So, I, unfortunately, I think Ramsey will probably be out pre-jury. But, you know, hopes for our people. Right. right. I, and and, and, and finally, yeah, what do you say? I don't, um, 
the girls that he has linked up with are not necessarily strong players. They're not the strong girls. They're he needs like, to get yeah. with Christmas. He needs to get yes, with Christmas. Exactly. Right. Fucking exactly. polish her muscles. Anything right. she needs. <laughs> polish her muscles. Whatever. Now he'll be okay. All right, Raven. Last but not least, Raven. Well, Raven just recently revealed that she has some strange stomach illness where she has a pacemaker in her stomach. And you can actually see it when she lifts up her shirt. Um, So I think Raven is someone that we all just looked at as here's this girl with the silly hair and she's just there to be like the silly girl or whatever. But I Mm -hmm. think that she really does have some backstory and some depth. So I'm, I'm waiting on Raven to break out some interesting stories for us. I really liked her from the beginning. She's just interesting. Having that name, being a redhead, being that cute bubbliness, you know, like she's an interesting person. Like I would, I would, I would go out of my way to get to know her if I, if I was around her. I'd be like, what is her deal? Right. You know, I so. think of all the girls that would have like a true, true, true showman, it'd probably be her. Right. She's the one that will actually fall in love and yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Right. She's okay. Like, so she's like wifey material, good girl, right? Genuine girl. So, okay, so real quick, let's pick a top three, and then we're going to close this out. Top three, I know it's early, but maybe you have more experience with this, sir. Yeah, top Uh, three. My top three um, is uh, top three that we think we're going to win or top three that we like? Uh, At this point, that we like. I mean, because... I still do like Elena, even though I sassed her for Sass and Ica. Um, (laughs) I like Mark. And I think my third um, might be Raven. I, I, I don't know. It, it's still early days to tell. But I like Elena's sassiness. And I think Mark is just a cute, cuddly teddy bear that's sweet on the inside. Okay. Emily. Christmas, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think of Paul. Sorry, Paul. I, I don't know if Paul counts. This is like his second name. He's a vet. I don't know if he counts in this. I like know him all. too much. Like I got his phone number, so I can't endorse him that much. <laughs> I might think he's adorable. But <laughs> uh there's a Paul Christmas and um maybe Kevin. Okay, yeah. Sweet. I think he's likable. Okay. Um, top three for me. I love Christmas. I do. I love how she keeps it real in those in those uh diary room. She yeah. does. I love Alex still, my gamer girl. And Is that just because uh, she's a gamer though. But I guess she I, at first I was thinking, why are you here, girl? And it wasn't until she told Cody to like eat shit or something, and then then I was right. like, oh, you, this is why you're here because you're good at comps and you got a good mouth on you. But at right. first, I didn't understand her depth or her tagline. I yeah. mean, I like, she sells I like solar panels. How is that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I like her for for all of that. I mean, I think she's one to watch. And if she can carry her own, she's proven. So I want to see her go far, but uh, I say I say Alex, I say Christmas, and it's tough. I mean, I still love Elena. Still, like that was the first one that I really got a good vibe. And I'm trying to keep this list clear of just guys that I want to screw. So okay, <laughs> very nice. And we all love Paul, so that's that. Okay, right. guys, so that's gonna uh, wrap it up. But uh, Jason, where can the people find you? What's going on in your life? Like, what 
you know, tell us, give us, give us Jason's world. What's up? Jason's world. He's just out here living, love in LA. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and all that stuff. It's all at the J Roy or at the official J Roy. Cause you know, they wanted to steal my name on Instagram. The struggle is real. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just out here. Anyone that has any questions or reach out to me, I'm real friendly and nice. Send me a message. All right. Um, and for me, um, my board game, Horror High, is still happening very, very much so. Uh, we're going to have more playtests coming out soon. Do not worry. Our next playtest is going to be with the World of Wonder employees. Um, actually, on the, day of the, yeah, on the day of this podcast being released, that's what we're doing. Um, so I'm so excited to show it to my uh, colleagues. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Irving Green LA, on Twitter at Irving Green LA, and on Facebook um, I guess I'll approve a, a frame request. I guess I agree now to one. Um, Emily, where can the people find you? The people could find me on Instagram and Facebook. Obviously, the Facebook is Emily Gonzalez, and the Instagram is Emmy underscore G zero three two seven. And um, as you know, with the Patreon, we will be yes. starting Emily's Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So, guys, get on that Patreon and you can subscribe and get your monthly advice and healing and love and inspiration once a month. Yeah, she's got a degree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, get on that Patreon, show us some love. We got some great rewards for you. Um, but that's it for me, Emily. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's it. That's it, Jason. You got anything to add? Thanks for having me, guys. This has been an Thank interesting you. tea time. Yes. It was our pleasure. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, pleasure, Absolutely. So Thanks happy. for having me, though. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next time on an episode of Tea Talk. Bye. Want to join in on the talk? Leave us a voicemail at 213-761-8864. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Just search Tea Talk. Spill the tea in a new tea or mug. Head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash tea talk. Show us some love. Support the show. And we got you with some exclusives, baby. At patreon.com slash tea talk. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.